It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. We're going to definitely make sure that we've got uh, uh, these rights available. So, like, you could only do it with, like, a junior cast. So, like, it was only there for schools or anything. But yeah, look, I suppose, like, l- the adult saucy version of school. Right. I'm just a bill. <laughs> yes, I'm only. <laughs> Sorry. But, yeah, Andrew Lloyd Webber definitely knew what was happening. And those producers were like, let's get the money on the front end this time. Oh, for School of Rock. See, now school I'm of Rock, yes. Yeah. yeah. I wish that we could do School of Rock junior but like you need to have like and literally you need to have kids that play instruments that was like part of the that was part of the um requirements i was talking with a friend and he's just like i would love to do it but where do you find these children right yeah you gotta look far and far and wide in order to who can actually play instruments they have to and at at the level that you would need for those books these books are not and to be able to sing and act right yeah now, as I said, when you're on Broadway, that's fine. Yeah. They did the same thing when 13, the musical, was on Broadway. Oh, all, that's true. All of the a... pit players were under 18 years old as, really? as well. Holy um, cow. So, yeah, they're, they're... And that is <laughs> How difficult How do you cast music? that show, man? That's well, insane. Well, they, they had... You know, they were different. Those were just kids down in the pit um, yeah. playing, but they were but all still, under 18 yeah. because they wanted that specifically. To be, like The only adults that were working on the show were like basically like the backstage crew, oh all of the musicians, and then You'd all of the actors. You'd have to really like kids oh, to God, do that, How do you too. direct that show oh my god yeah well you had to deal with ariana grande (sighs) Uh. (laughs) (laughs) ain't got no tears left to cry um the no 13 is actually really 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 challenging yeah but it's so cool because it is i mean it it addresses stuff that's like legit for i did it with my i did it with my high school um in my final year at xenia high school um and it was i said it was a whole lot of fun because like my kids got to actually play characters younger than them, which oh, basically yeah. none of them had really experienced before because whenever you're yeah. doing shows, you're just like, oh, all right, all right, 17-year-old girl, you're going to pretend to be mm-hmm. a 65-year-old yes. woman now in this scene. Here's You've, grandma. You're a widow. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what that feels like? Really dig in and dig see in. what you're Dig in. Search your memory for- You've been in love your whole life and then For some passed. sense memory that you can just draw out of you. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Where did you go to high school? Uh, I'm originally from St. Clairsville, Ohio. That's out on by the by Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, out I'm there. pointing like, and you're pointing north <laughs> rather pointing than east. Yes. <laughs> I don't know where it is. Um, yeah, St. Clairsville is about it. Uh, literally, you hop on Interstate 70 uh-huh. and you stop 15 miles shy of the West Virginia border, and you're there yeah. in my hometown. Small school? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I would Cambridge, say so. Right? Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. We're so um, good at geography. Uh-huh. Um, Don't so, let me in with you. I know where things are. I had about, uh, I, say, I think about 140 were in my graduating class, so about okay. 550 or so, so not, uh, not super tiny. Small, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you do, was the arts big there or no? Um, I mean, football, we, I'm sure, was sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, football, obviously, is king over in the Ohio Valley. Oh, yeah. um, I played soccer, and uh, I was in the marching band and the jazz band, and we had show choir rather than theater. Show um, choir? Yeah. Right? So I was, I was <laughs> oh, a, look at you nerds. I, oh, I was yay. a four-year member of the St. C. Singers, um, okay. and so we were a competition show choir going all around Ooh. the state of Ohio and West Virginia Now, and what Indiana. was your costume? Mine, mine was a tuxedo. <laughs> That was about five to ten years in use. It was a 
hand-me-down from previous generations, and it was mm. blue. Uh, yeah, we uh, we had multiple costumes every year. Oh, fancy. Yeah, yeah, no, like, I... We had one. Thinking, <laughs> thinking back on all of the money that it takes to run a show choir, I'm just like, oh my goodness, I don't imagine how is it a lot? you could do that. Uh, it's, it is quite a bit. Like, I, really? I had a non-competing show choir at my first teaching job, um, so just like a community show choir. Yeah. yeah. And so, like, at that point, like, girls got a dress every year, and, like, the guys were able to reuse their same suit year okay. after year after yeah. year, and that Kinda was like that was fine. Um, but, but yeah, like, we would have at least one costume change in every show that we do. It's, you know, a 20-minute show. Oh, um, my gosh. And, and I've seen productions where some some choirs would have three or four, um, and I'm just like, that's I know. ridiculous. It's yeah. Insane. Why? Yeah. What? What, and does those that are, really change things? Like, uh, it, oh, it, it sounds changes so who much wins the, the daggone competitions, yeah, that's, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah it, it, <laughs> the, uh, oh, the they w- look so much better in green, and they sound yeah. better now, too. And then they do, like, flips <laughs> off of the wall, so they're definitely going to win, you know, versus us who are up there box-stepping and seeing, <laughs> you know, 1800s musical numbers. I mean, like... What is an 1800s musical I number, I don't ben? know, but I mean... <laughs> I don't know. That I mean, improv didn't go Gilbert well, and didn't. Sullivan. No, it didn't go all that great, yeah. But no, you... <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when you have a morning podcast. I know, yeah, no, I love it. Yeah. We're not quite. Not it's a quite Friday there. though. It is Friday. It's Valentine's Day. It is. It is Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. These are, yeah. I got. I think I got these from my Valentine. Oh. That's grid radio, isn't it? When That's you talk true. about something that nobody yeah. can see. She's pointing to her ears. Yes. She I was got like, where is this going? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I got earrings. Thank you, honey. Yep. Do you like? Do you do? Anything fun for Valentine's Day? Uh, not really. I tend to be perpetually single, and I'm just like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, and I never uh, liked it. Yeah, yeah. It, so, so for me, it's never been like a, a big deal. But mm-hmm. like, I'm not one of those people who are just like anti Valentine's yeah. Day. Yeah. We're just like, oh, I'm just like, no, let, let them have their fun. I'm like, yeah. no. Do you do anything? You guys? No. Yeah. I spent so much time single that like I, when I got to the point where it was like, you know, and so yeah. my wife that we don't really. Yeah. Celebrate it. I might stop and get some chocolates or something. No, I won't do that because we're both on keto. <laughs> so Flowers. I might stop and get some ground beef. Oh, that's know. sexy. Mm. Or some bacon. You know, actually, that would be bacon good. would be yeah. good. Yeah. Bacon, bacon would be bacon good. Would be so nothing says a I bacon love you like bouquet. Bacon. There you I, go. I actually would be pretty excited. I think that. we just invented a very very good idea. <laughs> I'm trying to think how hard that My would guess be to actually cook. That. What? The bacon bouquet, because you'd have to roll the bacon into, like, flower-looking things. If you pin it, I can't yeah. believe we're talking Skewer about it. how you cook bacon roses. Hey, audience, if you've got yeah. ideas on how to make you, bacon bouquets. You could do, because um, we do uh, water chestnuts. I think chestnuts. I now need to register oh, baconbouquet.com. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bacon I guarantee you bacon bouquet is already taken. I'm going oh, see, to look see, he's looking right it up now. right now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But you'd have to wrap it in something. You could do, like, sea scallops. That'd oh, be really expensive, oh wouldn't it? I've never cooked scallops. Uh, yeah, I've not I've not cooked scallops either. Mm-mm. I've had them before. They're very good. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah see, baconbouquets.com. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> oh, I, I had any single. It is spelled exactly the same. And, yes, you can buy you can. actual bacon bouquets. How much are they? What's like a dozen bacons? What do we call them? Bacon? Well, today they're on sale. Of course they are. <laughs> right. The original go bad bacon tomorrow. bouquet is was one twenty, and now it is sixty five ninety nine. Oh my gosh! 
Wait, a hundred and twenty dollars. Twenty dollar, twelve pieces of bacon. Are that is that's got to be some really good bacon. Are, ha- uh-uh. Like and the fact is, it's not going to be hot when no, it's delivered it's to your house. It's probably going to get all crunchy and crumbly and everything and nasty and, and greasy. Yeah, you're going to open up the box and be just like a pile of like bacon bits, and you're just like, hey, oh. I got you half a salad. Here's you some know? bacon. So. <laughs> well, people that cook their bacon in that way deserve to be yeah. drawn and quartered. <laughs> <laughs> How do you take your bacon, Eric? Uh, at that point, it needs to have a bit of a chew there to it. Uh-huh. You need yeah. some chew on it, yeah, uh-huh. chew not on crispy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because because once again, like it when it becomes a little, sandpaper, a little crunch, yeah. it's a little chew, and like that's that's the idea. Like you don't want. <laughs> no, uh, I agree. Yeah, if it's too chewy, then obviously you might get some. Need a little bit of a mylar yeah. reaction to have yeah. it a little caramelized <laughs> on the outside. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Exactly. I watch way too much Food Network. No, Sorry. It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay, now here's a recipe from okay. Delish, uh, the bacon He's rose do this recipe. Today. Bacon Rose. That sounds like a good name for a dog. The problem is now, though, that we've not been the first one into this market. No. So so now there's no money to be made. (laughs) As is frequent in my life, I've invented something that already exists. (laughs) Like... Like tw- like twenty five years ago, yeah. I had the thought of an idea of like a small television screen that you could put sheet music on that then you could basically turn the page there, uh, um, yeah. and I'm just like, yep, I've seen that now everywhere. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> yes, yeah. as you point to your iPad, yeah. I'm like, oh yeah, that. When I was in, we did invention convention. I think it was middle school. Do you remember doing that? Oh yeah, yeah. And I create well, I. I'm not sure how much I created, but I came up with the idea of a music stand that was attached and it had a foot pedal that would turn the page for you. Okay. Hmm. I didn't win, clearly, but I still think it's a good idea. It is a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember one other girl, and I think about it every time I take out the trash, she created this, I mean, it's a simple device. It was just like a board with an air freshener sticky on the bottom that you put in the bottom of your garbage can. Huh. So that it, it, I mean, it's setting the bag up so it's not as impossible to get out, but then right. it's also constantly ah. not smelling. I kind of want to do that. <laughs> like, not a terrible idea, it's, yeah. It's pretty, I mean, every time yeah. you're like, yeah. You try to get the bag out. This is exciting. This is yeah. ex- talking about trash. This is where we go, Eric. No, that's fine. I know. I'm, I'm just trying to think through the logistics of how that arm is going to each grab either the next page or you have to have like 40-some yeah, arms I think that are going to be cutting across. Getting it to flip the thing wouldn't be that hard. I think it's going to be returning it and then grabbing the, the next, next page. page. It was, be the we real had challenge. it set up that it was like a, a stick that had paper clips on it, so you had to paper clip each page. Oh, okay. So you but set it, it would, up ahead of time. Yeah, and, it would flip yeah. each one. I we, okay. It didn't work. We just set up the model for it. And I didn't think through that part of it. I invented a thing called the rolling recycler that was basically a car with robot arms that picked up trash <laughs> on the side of the road. That's I did really not. Good. I did not win. No. <laughs> did you invent anything besides the iPad? I mean, <laughs> darn you, Steve Jobs! <laughs> you could have been so rich, Eric. All I needed was engineering technology and resources, and then I could have been, you know, money too. Uh, no, not. Not necessarily. I um, uh, didn't really even do a ton of tinkering. Like, you know, I had like uh, uh, Legos and like Kinects yeah. and stuff growing up there. So I had some fun that way. But yeah, never really got into, I don't know, the that big idea phase, if you will. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we had to. Like, yeah. It was part of school. Yeah. We, we I mean, it was a requirement for school. So yeah. that's what we did. I mean, I. I did do some things where it was, you know, fun kind of creative problem solving. I did like um, Odyssey of the Mind and Destination Imagination. We did OM. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. What is that? I don't even know what that is. That the history one? No, no. Odyssey is mine is for smart people like us. That's and true. It's like um, I'm rolling. No, my basically, eyes, like they give it. you um, a problem. Give, well, yeah, they give you a problem. You're supposed to do a thing. Like one we did, where like really we did, we you have to write a skit, yeah. and like the so skit there's acting involved. Yeah, there okay. is acting involved, but then the skit they give you like certain constraints you have to work around. Like one that I did was like you had to, you, you, we had to be robots or something like that, and then we had to not touch the that floor. Distant in any future, way. I did that the year two thousand. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did that one, and we had to like so the like, floor is lava, but you're robots. Yeah, yeah. right. There's an area, and you had to go and basically like do a thing where you needed to like uh, like solve this problem or whatever. And like the common one was always like uh, there'd be a balsa wood structure, and you'd have to put weights on it to see how basically how many pounds your balsa wood structure hmm. um, could support. And there's like weight requirements or whatever for your structure. Yeah. And um, so it was all it was all like subjects, sci- not just right. It was, it was kind of some science and engineering combined yeah. there with, as I okay. said, you were you were creating a skit that was going along. So like the reason why this balsa wood structure, you know, oh, it's part of this support beam for the skyscraper that's going to yeah. fall. Okay. Yeah. So while you know two adult volunteers are helping to put weights on it with you, um, yeah. you know, the rest of your team is acting out, you know, the skit of. Yeah. But know, it's whatever. also teamwork. Then, oh too. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no. It's yeah. not a solo thing. We're, right. Where did you do this? School. I'm not sure how I got into it. Like, I mean, I was young enough. Yeah, uh, it was in. I was when when I was at uh, Jefferson Elementary. So we're talking like oh. first, maybe up to second grade, and then after that, I stopped doing it. So yeah, for me, it was yeah. uh, middle school, middle school, yeah. junior okay. high. I, mean, yeah. I don't think we. I'm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know. I think OM is no more. Or at least they folded a while, and they know it became destination imagination. I don't even know if they're still around. Anymore. Destination huh. imagination. Wow. It sounds yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, we're right done there. Now. I'm done now. Yeah. So hi, Eric. Hi. Sorry, that was long. I mean, no, we covered a fifteen minute intro. We covered there. bacon. Yeah, that's true. We covered ohm. <clears throat> yeah. Did you call it ohm? Uh, no, we called oh. it om. Oh. I like ohm better. Well, ohm <clears throat> implies that there's an h in the middle of it, like the. Oh. Unit of resistance. See how smart you are? I, yeah. yeah. I'm still I'm a sipping nerd. coffee. I'm not quite there yet today. <laughs> Eric Neunschwander. It's true. I cannot not pronounce your name. Because somebody was like, how do you pronounce his last name? I was like, I I say it in German. Yeah, which is fine. It's more fun. Right. How do most people say it in an American? Oh, yeah. No, the Americanized version of Neunschwander. Neunschwander. Right. Yeah. I but just yeah. can't. And and it's a uh, it's a Swiss last name. Oh, it's Swiss. It's not German. But Nine. Well, it's I mean, one of their official languages. Switzerland okay. has three official languages: French, German, and Italian. Right on. Yes. Because they're right there in the middle of it. So yes, it's the German-speaking German. portion of it. So yes, the language is German. The nationality is Swiss. New, new what? What is it? Uh, I believe it's people that have like recently cleared the land. <laughs> and so, so like, so like sense. Ben's yeah. robot on the highway. <laughs> right, a little bit. <laughs> Um, uh, and the, new, the new Enschwander machine. And, and actually, we come from, uh, there is a very, very tiny village in Switzerland called Neunschwand. Yeah. Um, and oh, so it's kind of, that's where uh, you're. Right. And okay. so, so like, uh, even just like two years ago, my parents took a trip over to uh, Europe. One of my, uh, one of our family friends was getting married over in Ireland. And my parents just used it as an excuse. Because mm-hmm. at that point, that's all you need. Yeah. The excuse to right. get you over yeah. there. You get to Europe. Yeah. Go see Europe. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so at this point, my, my dad is 
partially retired as being an optometrist and my mother's mm. an education professor so they it okay. was during the summer and so yeah. it was like yeah we've got time Sweet. um so they went over spent a couple of weeks there and then yeah was able to go and uh visit the tiny village of uh Neuenschwand. um and they got this really cool picture of them in front of basically like the one big main building there um in Neuenschwand that has all these flowers on the front and um oh, cool. we have a picture of our grandmother basically in the same exact spot from like 60 years oh. earlier oh, how cool. um so so, That's so awesome. they got to kind of see a little bit there of kind of yeah the ancestral homeland, if you oh, will. Wow. Um, so, so yeah, no. That's really cool. You got to get out there. Uh, yeah, I said it'll be on. It'll be on my list uh, here eventually. Um, yeah. But gotcha. at that point, I still got another. If I can still get there in the next thirty years and still make the time frame before my parents, so there I've got, go. I got time. I just need to stop going to New York City. I have to save up. <laughs> I say no to that. <laughs> right. Because I'm literally in the in the middle of. How can I do this right now? <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking April. Like it's okay. I told it was one of those things. Like, hey, honey, I'm thinking about going to New York. <laughs> and the problem is, when I say that, he's probably like, oh, she's gonna make it up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't have the fine. I'm probably gonna have to rob a bank. Okay. Chances are. Well, you just incriminated yourself pretty badly. I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. I would be a horrible. Do bank you need robber. a wheelman? Wink, wink. Why are you <laughs> winking right now? Wow. Okay, we we're we got all kinds of collusion going on here. I am not part t- part of this plan, so I'm not robbing a bank. Why are you looking up bank schematics right now? <laughs> I'm not looking up bank schematics. These are this turn is, off the getaway car. Why did Come you just on. Google how to crack a safe? I, there was some article I just read about like somebody met somebody on the internet. And they went on their first date, and he robbed a bank, and she had to be the getaway driver. <laughs> like, what a horrible first date. Or the best first date or ever. Best, like, true. you have the best story that I think you could tell for the rest of your life. That's true. Yeah. If you, you survive. Yeah, you win the Tinder pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, oh, yeah. But anyway, how many times have you been to New York now? Oh, probably a dozen. Okay. Uh, as at a certain point, I, I lost track when in one calendar year I went four times. Oh, my God. And but my my credit card <gasps> bank statement was still feeling that effect. Uh-huh. So oh, yeah. so as I said, yeah, I'm it's still still paying trip. for it. Yeah, no. Well, and you like I have the problem of you go to New York. It's not the flight or the drive or the hotel. It's the shows. Right. That's... Yeah. The majority of my cost is definitely in Broadway tickets. Uh-huh. Working there through it because I've luckily learned how to do it relatively cheap with me getting out there to New York City. Because you drive. I right? drive out there and then park in you know, Jersey. Park in Jersey. Take a train into the city. And the place that I park at in Jersey is four dollars a day to park. Oh wow. Yeah. That's yeah. not bad. But that's a that's a drive. What? It's a drive. It's a bit of a drive. The the one thing uh, the one thing obviously for me is the fact that um, I would always uh, I always go and stay at my parents' place the night before. Oh, okay. And so I'd get up at like you know five thirty in the morning, yeah. get on the road at six. I get over to the train station in Jersey around noon or it one. Saves o'clock. you a couple that's hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a couple hours. Yeah. And so yeah. I think so, that's the worst is like getting out of Ohio sometimes and Pennsylvania. Uh, Pennsylvania is ridiculously long. You never yeah. realize it until you're driving through it. I, it's a gorgeous drive there mm-hmm. on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. It is, um, but if yeah. the weather's good. <laughs> yes, if the weather is good. <laughs> yeah, uh, but and most of the time I've been, I don't necessarily go during the winter months, so yeah. I never worry about snow. But yeah, it it oh. just you're just in Pennsylvania forever, like and because like for that trip starting from my parents' house, like I'm in Ohio for 15 minutes, I'm in West Virginia for 15 minutes, and then there's <laughs> and I'm in Jersey for like a half hour, mm-hmm. so like five <laughs> hours of that trip is just going straight across mm-hmm. Pennsylvania. I had a friend that started a band. He lived in um, 
he lived in Pennsylvania, went to school in Jersey, so kind of like right in that area right. there. And he started a band called Eight Hours Wide because we <laughs> had a conversation about the state. It's like eight hours wide. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. I was, I was pretty proud of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good stuff. Pretty clever. Yeah. It is. So, so when when did you start? I mean, you are to me, you are like the Broadway person. One of the, the ones in town of like, if I have a question about something going on in on Broadway, I would go to you. Uh, I it what it didn't happen to me until college because my okay. high school we didn't have a drama department yeah. or anything. Where'd you go to college? Um, I went to Ohio State. Oh, you were in the men's glee, weren't you? Yes. Yes. Um, and so I got involved with an organization there at Ohio State my second year called Off the Lake Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're a student-run musical theater program mm-hmm. there, and I got involved, and like it was just great. I was like, oh, and basically all of my friends that I still talk to from Ohio State are either men's glee club members mm-hmm. or members from Off the Lake, um, and just started doing some shows there. My first show there was Aida. Um, and and as I said, just kind of got hooked. Um, yeah. And and yeah, so just continued to keep doing it and doing it and doing it. I, I just you know I love doing performing. it and doing it. And sorry, that's wow, it. sorry, yeah, <laughs> I'm done now. Then, so so then it just kind of spun out from there. And so it was, I always kind of remark about um, or think about maybe my life would have been drastically different if mm-hmm. in high school I discovered this yeah. kind of passion for, yeah. for that I might have chose a different school I might have done a different thing I might have tried a music career, a mm-hmm. music theater career path mm-hmm. but as I said I'm still perfectly happy here with right. music education right. yeah. uh, but but yeah no I, I do always kind of sit there and think I'm like wonder if they like if I caught that bug four years earlier how mm-hmm. much how much crazier my or how much different my life could have been yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. what was your first trip where did, what did you go see did you go by yourself uh well i mean the first trip was a show choir trip in ninth oh, okay. grade so <laughs> we went to new york and did all of the normal new yorky things mm-hmm. and saw the revival of uh 42nd street okay and so it's like that was really cool yeah. like yeah seeing that i mean 40-some or whatever tap dancers all on these giant stairs. You're just like, okay, that's pretty impressive yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Um, so so that was there. And then uh, then I had a college trip um, where we went out to there again, and I saw um, Next to Normal and Promises, Promises. Um, Did you see the original cast? Uh, Alice Ripley was still around there okay. for Next to Normal, but most of the other uh, originals have been, I think it was Kyle Dean Massey was playing, I think Gabe at that point, and okay. not um, Aaron Tavette. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know my affinity. Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> he's my Broadway crush. He's amazing. He's mm-hmm. very good. He's doing Moulin, Moulin Rouge, Rouge right, right now. now. Okay. Um, I think Tom Warren was talking about okay. that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, everybody yeah. that goes to see it, I have asked every single person. Bring me home an Aaron Please Tavette. bring me home Aaron Smith. <laughs> that's, 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 that's her New souvenir. York souvenir that she wants. That's all I want. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need a snow globe. <laughs> but yeah, the uh, uh, then like a, a year or two after that, um, I just kind of got in my mind. It was like, I should just go to New York. Mm-hmm. Um, and so one summer, like I, I saw there was a, uh, like an open call audition for like the Finding Nemo musical at Disney World. Okay. Um, and I was just like, why not? Yeah, why, why not? Like literally once again, just like my parents, the excuse to get them across yeah. to Europe. I'm just like, that'll be my excuse to go to New York. That'll just, I'll go and I'll audition for a show. And like, you know, it was me sitting in a room for a while and then mm-hmm. went into, you know, a single person at a table with a pianist there. And what I you sing? sang, uh, let's see, I think I did Who I'd Be from Shrek. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and then they're just like, thank you. And I actually had a conversation with them there. They talked about my last name because oh yeah, it's a very, very do. interesting yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, they're just like, yep, thank you. And that was it. And I'm just like, all right, cool. 
and but then I stuck around and saw a couple more shows. Um, uh, uh, that's the worst, right? I mean, right. <laughs> oh, I guess I should stay. School teacher in the summer, so yeah. I saw. Uh, let's see, I saw Sutton Foster and Violet on that trip. Oh my God. Um, I saw Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder on that trip, uh, and then I saw um, Adina Menzel in, uh, in If Then. If Then. Okay. Um, and so I was just like, okay, yeah. So, oh and then gosh. drove back home and was like, yeah, that's that's fun. So a couple of days there in New York, and then once again, like it it kind of broke the glass in my mind of mm-hmm. just going, oh, you can just do this often. <laughs> Um, and so pretty much I've been going at least once a year, um, since then that, that year was a little (laughs) bit crazy. Um, uh, a couple of them, I was going out there specifically because of, uh, um, acapella competitions. Okay. Um, that's even something that I'm getting ready to do. I, I, um, if you've ever seen the pitch perfect, um, those are real competitions. Uh, and I've been judging for, uh, I've been judging those competitions now for the last six years. Um, and when are you doing that? What? When are you doing that? Uh, I've got one coming up here in Harrison, Ohio tomorrow. Uh, and oh, I, I thought you meant the city. I was like, you're going to, I, I'll go with you. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, uh, Columbus doesn't have any around in this general area. I'm, the closest would be next Friday. I'll be down in Dayton. I'm okay. judging a, a high school version of it. And then the night afterwards um, uh, is the college competition for that same thing. And um, four uh, Ohio State groups are competing. And I helped uh, helped start a lot of the acapella at Ohio State when I was there. Um, My friend Alex and I um, got the idea of starting one group. And then from there, we kind of umbrellaed it out in order to help start a couple of others. And now because of that, there's like six, seven What what was the name of yours? Uh, My group was called Dynamic Contrast. They've since changed their name to Majors and Minors. Why? I like Mm. yours better. And and there are like nine million other versions of Majors and Minors. (laughs) Sorry if any of my friends are hearing that <laughs> i was actually supposed to work with them here this week but my rehearsal ran long but so he, i wasn't able he to didn't like there. the name so he... um <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> and so so one year um uh, uh the osu group the ohio state of mind um advanced to the national finals in new york city oh wow and so you know i'd i'd worked with them to help them prepare for quarterfinals and semifinals mm-hmm. and i was just excited um at because i just i donate my time to these groups mm-hmm. to help them do the best that they can because yeah. I just want to see them do well. Um, and so so that day um, was also the same day. The finals were held on the same day that I was doing uh, that my choir at Xenia had to compete at OMEA state competition. Oh, geez. Hmm. So uh, with that, I requested a time early in the morning, and mm-hmm. they got like a 9 o'clock time slot to do OMEA. Um, and, uh, and so I – saw that there was basically a, a a flight leaving Dayton to get to LaGuardia that flight would leave at one and it would oh land in LaGuardia gosh. about like four thirty or whatever. Um or, you know, I'd get there and I was just like, well, I'm like, that's literally telling me that I need to go and do this. So I flew out there. So had that my was kids a long day. <laughs> had my kids compete at yeah, state state contest and I had another teacher basically ride on the bus because I was driving up separately mm-hmm. then. Um and they got a, a two at state, so I was like, Hooray, right. awesome. Yeah. Uh and then flew out and uh, was able to watch uh some of the kiddos that I know then from Ohio State of Mind compete and uh they didn't place or anything at finals, but I said super cool that they were there and yeah. had an amazing performance and, and then once again when I was looking at return flights like 
all of my flights were getting me back to Dayton at like 11 o'clock on Sunday the next day. And so they're just like, do you want to leave at like 5, 6, or 7? I was like, well, obviously I'm choosing 7 so that way I can get a matinee <laughs> right. in there. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so What'd I, you see that day? So I saw the play that goes wrong. Oh, my gosh. That one was so good. With, the, at that point, yeah, the original uh, cast from London that were in it. And I said they were incredible. You would love that show. That seems like my cup of tea. Yes. Yeah. Sure. I Cre- saw it here. Yeah. Did you see it when yeah. it came through here? Okay. Because yeah. you usually do a series, yep. don't you? I think my friend, my friend Julie took me, and they had like fourth, fifth row. Okay. We were right by the stage manager. Yeah. He was amazing to yep. watch. Like, just to see what he would do during it. And and it was fun for me because I was further back, but I was able to see into his console there because um, when I, I did just like TKTS booth. Yeah. And so I yeah. literally had like, you know, like third row over on the side, so I had kind of obstructed view. Yeah. But on Broadway, um, he was up in the box, literally up above my oh. head, so I didn't even know that any of that was going on during the course Gosh. of the show. It's um, brilliantly written. It's incredibly clever, yeah. and, like, I would love it if a group in Columbus could pull it off, but, like, the, the requirements for that set are ridiculous. Yeah. That, that'd be a lot to ask out S- of a... Uh, such physical comedy, too. Right. Like, Oh, but no, I, I said, I, I want to do that show. That show is, is nothing but ridiculous amazing. fun. And oh, over yeah. the, like, like over-the-top broad comedy is what I do best. Yeah. Um, and yeah. so I, I know I'm like, that show would be for me. Oh, man. What is, uh, this is going to be hard. Uh-huh. So I will give you top three. But gotcha. F- top three shows you've seen. Um, okay. Um, I'm gonna, should I guess? Sure. <clears throat> Comet? Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, is that top five or top three? Top three. Okay, um, and it was it's more it was more of the experience of the show than even the show itself. Was Josh Groban in the one that yeah. you saw? How yeah. was he? Oh, he's fantastic. Good actor. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he originally was he, he was originally in uh, Carnegie Mellon in their musical theater department oh. before he became Josh Groban. Um, what was he before? What? <laughs> what was he before? Well, he was he, just he, Josh Groban. <laughs> he got he got signed like halfway through oh. his freshman year so at Carnegie Mellon, so he didn't finish his degree or anything. Um, but he was going there for musical theater. He's probably okay. So like yeah, <laughs> they they've got a respectable program yeah, there at Carnegie yeah. Mellon. Um, but you know they he realized going on he was like well if I do this thing mm-hmm. I can then just you know probably be able to come back to it. like this is the thing that I'm going to school to do basically perform yeah. and you're telling me that I can do that right now and uh-huh. get paid a lot more yeah, and yeah. Why not? so and then he eventually found his way back to Broadway and I said Jeez. he was he was great in it okay so great the great comet of. 18- Natasha Pierre in The Great Comet of 1812. Thank you. Yep. It's a very long title. All I know is Comet. Yeah. It, it, not like the toilet cleaner. Um, uh-huh. Dear Evan Hansen, is that among your tops? I'm, I'm going to say it's it's not. Really? Yeah. Uh, ben, ben Platt still was, had the best performance that I've ever seen live okay. on stage. It, it was ridiculous. I saw that and it was like, he made me physically ache and hurt in the theater. And I was like, oh. so We'll talk about that show in a minute. Yeah. Hadestown? Is that among your top three? Oh, this is hard. It's, it's if it's not, it's four. Um, okay. Yeah, because as I said, that show wrecked me too. Yeah. Like, it was amazing to watch. Gentleman's Guide. Not really. No. Oh, I'm not doing very well. Okay, tell me your other two. I, I can't. I'm uh, not gonna guess anymore. I I saw most of the original cast of Hamilton. So <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, there so, it is. So that so that'll that'll <laughs> yeah, do it. That'll that, do. That'll that, do. Mm-hmm. Even even all of the crazy hype that I had built up in my mind about being able to see this mm-hmm. show, um, it still I walked out of there going, This was incredible. Yeah. Um yeah, at that point it was only um 
uh, Christopher Jackson was out that week for vacation, um, and uh, um, oh, uh, uh, Renee uh, Goldsberry was yeah. Elise Goldsberry was out on vacation that week, but uh-huh. I, I saw everybody uh-huh. else. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, so yeah, Ooh. so seeing the original yeah, cast do. there, mm-hmm. um, and and honestly, uh, the most recent revival, Once on This Island, is. Oh. Okay. was insanely good. Mm. It's the only show that I've ever seen twice on Broadway. Um, okay. Went and saw it the first time with uh, when I was just on my normal trip. And then uh, later on that year, I was going back to New York because uh, I hopped in the line in order to get Harry Potter and the Cursed Child tickets okay. when they first went on yeah. sale. And so it's like, I know I'm going to have some time sometime in summer in order to do that. And, uh, and so I got those tickets. And then uh, once again, just kind of the fates lining up and everything happening uh found out a little bit like a month or so later that um that starting that same week after that sunday um uh bet midler was stepping back into hello dolly yeah <laughs> and oh bet and mm-hmm. i regretted not taking my mom to see her when she was in it the first yeah. time and this yeah. was literally just fate saying you're getting a second chance dumbass don't mess this up <laughs> um and so then i got tickets and my mom and I we saw Bet's first show back in on that Tuesday oh my gosh and so uh so then yeah my mom kind of flew out there on Monday to join me and Mm -hmm. uh um, at that point once on this island was running on Monday night and so it was one of the only things still open and I'm just like I definitely want to go see this again once again just the uh, it's at it was at Circle in the Square, mm-hmm. um, which is my favorite Broadway yeah. theater, um, because if you're in the last row in that theater, you are 15 rows from the stage because it's completely and totally in the round. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and they basically completely and totally transformed that space. Comet did the same thing, mm-hmm. and so I think that's what it is. It's I'm it's I'm immersed. experiencing yeah. something different than just. I'm sitting in a chair here watching yeah. an amazing performance. I was feeling a lot more involved working mm-hmm. there with it. And so, um, so yeah, so I went and saw, uh, so saw that once on this island here twice and I said, it's, it's absolutely great. Um, and also the fun thing was, is the first time that I went and saw it, um, I met Anthony Ramos. Hmm. I think I remember hearing about that. Because, uh. On our hot chicken takeover trip. That's true. You and I have the most random trips together. (laughs) They're, they're great though. They are great. Um. Yeah, he was seeing the show the same day, and like uh, I won the lottery for, uh, or was like getting the, I think it was like the second choice or whatever for the lottery, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just got the tickets sitting there on the end, so it was Brandon Boring and I. And then uh, all of a sudden, you know, I was on the the aisle, and then I just heard, uh, you know, excuse me, I just look up and there's Anthony there Ramos, and so I'm just like, oh okay. I'm like, hey, I'm like, how did? in the heights go because he just did it at uh, um, Kennedy the Kennedy oh Center he was like oh yeah it went great I was like cool and so a couple times during the course he was like like six or seven seats down yeah. from me in the same row I'm um, like a couple times during the show like, like I couldn't imagine like I was amazed at what I was seeing there yeah. like I was feeling the music bobbing my head along a couple times we made eye contact over the course of the show Aww. and it was just kind of like like can you believe how awesome this show is and yeah. we're like right and it seemed like nobody else around us was as much into it as we were nobody else was there but you <laughs> You and, and, and it's true. <laughs> well, Brandon too. Right. Yeah. Kind of. Kind of. Um, but so then, obviously, you know, he went backstage after the show yeah. to probably talk to all the cast or whatever. Right. Um, and we just kind of hung around there, did all the stage door stuff, and then he mm-hmm. came out afterwards and was like, "Oh!" And 
then you know I went up to him, got a picture with him, and yeah. we just had a five minute conversation about how awesome that show was. Um, yeah. And he's just like, "Hey, he's like, it's like I kept seeing you guys there. There's like, like you guys were bobbing along, uh, yeah. like, uh, like you were enjoying it too. It's like, like I just felt in that moment. It's like you guys were like my homies in that moment. I'm just like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm still That's waiting so cool. for the wedding invitation, <laughs> Anthony. I'm still waiting. Uh, but as he a, listens, it, I'm sure. Yeah, it was, it was just, it was just kind of that fun moment because like I wasn't geeking over him at that point. Yeah. It was just two theater nerds talking about an amazing mm-hmm. show that we just yeah. saw and it was, it was just a super cool kind of real moment I said like a five minute conversation with him mm-hmm. um, just talking about the amazing staging and the costumes and the, the, the orchestrations and everything yeah. so I said it was would you agree that because as you're talking about I'm thinking over my past experiences with like oh what are the most what are the, the greatest shows that I've seen or what right. was but it's not just the show it's the experience it's true like, yeah I think that's what makes it because I remember, and I know we talked about this, but seeing Hades Town, I I saw it on the last night. Of pre- I I will continuously geek out <laughs> over Hades Town. I'm sorry, this is going to happen so many podcasts from now. But um, when I went, I it was completely on recommendation. Yep. I knew nothing about it. Okay. I didn't listen. To, I think I listened to Wait for Me, and I was like, okay. oh, yeah, that's cool. So I didn't know the story. I, we never studied mythology, so I didn't know anything about it. Oh, <laughs> I know. Like, I, <laughs> okay, I, know. I knew the story. Well, I I'd listened to uh, the albums and two that I went it's, to that one knowing a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, so I got a ticket. I was on, I think about I don't know eight or nine rows back on yeah. an aisle. Yeah, and I sit down. I had literally gotten off the plane probably about three o'clock in the afternoon. Got some coffee. Got to my place that I was staying, and I sit down in the. The you know the seat next to me is empty and this kid walks a kid I mean I'm old so this kid probably 20s walks in and sits down and you know I can talk to a brick wall yeah. I didn't initiate the conversation turns out he's from like St Louis or something so two Midwestern kids and he lives in the city but we just immediately connected over being yeah. Midwestern as we are oh, yeah. and I'll take a side of ranch dressing I know. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like at intermission. We just, we, I mean, it was just this constant, we held each other afterward. I mean, we just stood there and neither of us could speak to one another. We became best friends throughout this experience of this incredible show. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what kind of makes it. And for me, Evan Hansen, seeing it with you, Mm -hmm. the fact that, you know you're friends with somebody when you can, like, ugly cry <laughs> during a show. <laughs> and he got to experience that firsthand. That's fun. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because you had an extra ticket. God yep. bless you. I wanted to see it so uh-huh. bad. I was like, are you kidding? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. So we went to Condado, which yep. is, of course, the way you should start a show. Of course. Tacos, tequila. Queso. Oh, yeah. We had, a, we had a fair amount of tequila. We had a decent amount. We did. We were still, we were still in we're control. Still, yeah. We were st- yeah, yeah, yeah. We had all of our faculties. And I, same thing. I know the story of Dear Evan Hansen. Mm-hmm. I've listened to it, but I don't go into it knowing every like every word of every song. And and for me, that was Great Comet. Like I had oh, heard, okay. I had heard like three songs or whatever from Great Comet. And I'm just like, oh, I know it's a section of War and Peace. I've not read War and Peace. So Why I'm not? Like, <laughs> it's a little long. I've, I've since <laughs> tried. <daunting> novel. But, <laughs> um, Bathroom reading. Come uh, on. And so, so yeah, there are moments where I've just been kind of genuinely surprised yeah. um, going into shows that way. Now, a lot of times, yeah, if I'm planning something out, um, so like when I saw Hades Town, that was the show that like oftentimes I'll 
pre-buy like one ticket yeah. um, when yeah. I'm going to New York. This is the show that I'm going to m- make sure that I try and see. Mm-hmm. And then most of the time I'll just, you know, wait outside. Right. See what else is Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll wake up early and, you know, sit outside a box office at 8 a.m. in the morning and wait for this to potentially get Jeez. rush tickets of stuff. And, right. and then if those don't work out, I'll get something there from TKTS. And um, so I'll always find something that I can yeah. go and, you know, generally see for at that and point, maybe 80, 80 bucks or yeah. whatever rather yeah. than that. Um, so, um, so yeah, when I got a ticket to see Hades Town, um, I was in the second row on the aisle. Mm. Um, so one of the lamps from Wait for Me swung oh, over my, my head. Oh my gosh! And oh. basically, Andre De Shields was basically just plastered right in front of my face throughout the entire show because it was I was on the left side there, right where he's just basically hanging out. That could be the greatest thing ever. And it was oh, it was just absolutely marvelous. And so um, once again, Brandon was there. He was uh, literally across the aisle from mm-hmm. me, um, and. And we we had the moment when at the uh, with wait for me when all the the set mm-hmm. thing happens and stuff where like just dumb struck, um, and it was amazing because like had a moment there where uh, we we're looking up because the band is also up there uh-huh. and so like the trombonist and like the uh, viola player um, or the violin player were just looking at us and I'm just like I. Like I was like laughing hysterically just because I'm just like I can't believe that this yeah. is happening yeah. and like they clocked uh, they clocked us and it was like I'm like. I know, right? And they had that kind of same exact reaction. Yeah. They were enjoying it. So, um, cut to then the next morning, I was waiting in line at um, across the street mm-hmm. um, to get rush tickets for the prom. Oh, by the way, that um, this was then Tony Awards Sunday morning. That's right. Okay. Um, so, yeah. uh, so everybody was um, getting ready and stuff. And so, you know, look across the street there, and that's you know, where the uh, um, you know, the Walter Kerr was for Hades Town, and. And the band was just kind of hanging out there. And so I recognized the trombone player, and I just, like, once again, just a fan. I just wanted to go over and just yeah. say, hey, I was at the show last night. Loved it. Yeah. Like, it was just incredible. And, like, the orchestrations and the, the instrumentation for that show is ridiculously good. Oh, my gosh. Um, so good. And, and they're uh, a part of it. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. No, they're, they're you know, uh, Brian, the trombonist, is up there doing Brian. dancing and, and, yeah. and singing there. Um, and just, I said, had... Once again, a five-minute conversation there with yeah. him. You know, came up that I was a music educator and everything, and just yeah. kind of talking there and just saying, and and they remembered us from last <laughs> night because it was like, yeah, like no, we remember you. And it's like, okay, cool, because I said just kind of had that moment there. Yeah. Uh, but then you know, so it was great. They were getting ready to head off to Radio City for their <laughs> rehearsal Jeez. there that morning. No big um, whoop. Right? So then we yeah. went back across the street. And then, you know, a guy came up and was just like, hey, um, so I saw you talking to the band from Hadestown. He's like, um, I'm doing a story on Michael Chorney, um, who uh, did all the uh, orchestrations there from Hadestown. Oh they're like, like, it's the hometown paper there. They're yeah. following him because they're yeah. like, he's probably going to win a Tony Award mm-hmm. tonight for the orchestrations. And so, like, you can find this news story where I'm quoted in it about this Hades town from like this oh new tiny New England Vermont New Hampshire yeah. whatever paper um, there we just had a conversation about you know seeing the show and then yeah and maybe a music person is, I could talk to. it's a it's it's yeah. kind of ridiculous the and I when I think through and kind of recount some of these things that have happened in my life I'm like right I've had some interesting times mm-hmm. that that are weird unique experiences mm-hmm. that um are kind of fun just to relate yeah. and recount but after a while you just you just realize it's like, oh That's, no they just they they stack up after a while and yeah. it's like oh yeah interesting things i, I think one of my favorite cuz i got to go by myself which was right. i think that was such a good experience to have just 
for me to see like how do I travel by myself? Yep. How, what what is important to to see or do or meet up with? So I was in Times Square waiting. I was going to meet up with my friend Alex, um, and I'm just sitting there, you know, waiting around and. This woman, who's I think the version of the naked cowboy. Gotcha. I don't know who she is, what she's or what she calls herself. Right. But she's in a thong type thing with pasties. Yep. And a guitar. And it was one of those like, okay. I mean, I've worked enough places. I worked in a locker room for long enough to know. And, but she came up to me and she's like, "Would you like to hear a song?" I said, "I'm okay. I'm okay. Thanks." And so I'm telling my friends. I told Dino about this, and he's like. Well, didn't you request a song? I said, that's the only question you have for me? <laughs> Nothing else. Because I sent the picture of the woman. And he said, that's that's the question you have? Yeah. What song? Yeah. No other questions. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, so, yeah, no, it it, it is interesting because, uh, yeah, I've made that trip to New York there solo quite often. And yeah. then I've also started now just like, you know, my car's leaving this way. So, like, I'll get cadres of friends just like, yeah, yeah. we'll split some gas money right. or whatever. And it's even Where do you stay when you go? Uh, I stay at, uh, mostly at hostels. Oh, okay. There's a there's a great hostel. I'll I'll promote them here. Uh, <laughs> jazz hostels there, and so there's one. It's it's basically like fifty sixth and eighth. Okay. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And it's like fifty bucks a night, sixty bucks a night. What is it? What are the sleeping arrangements like? Uh, I mean, sometimes I mean it's it's like it. You'll be in like a dorm room there, so it might be yeah. four or five or you know okay. whatever bunks there. But yeah. Um, when I'm in New York City, I'm like I need. A place to sleep. Mm-hmm. I need a place I can shower, and I need a place that I can lock up my stuff. And so I've got a locker there. I've okay. got a shower, and I've got a bed. And I'm just like, that's, that's fine. Like, if you're spending any amount of time in New York City in your hotel room, you're doing New York City wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so at that point, I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm fine. Like, yeah, are the mattresses, you know, not the most comfortable in the world? That's fine. But I'm exhausted by the time I right, get back to the hotel room anyway. I just immediately conk out, sleeping. and yeah, and I'm just gonna fall asleep. So. Yeah. So I've done that for quite a bit, and um, and then every year it seems like I keep getting more and more friends that are there mm-hmm. in New York. So hopefully the couch surfing will uh, yeah. continue to improve. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so so that that's always taken care of me. And they've got another location up um, uh, up on the uh, Upper West Side okay. um, as well. Is it pretty safe? Like yeah, I mean you lock your stuff up. I yeah, guess, you so. lock your stuff up, and once again, like I'm. For those that have never met me before, I'm also a six foot tall, three hundred pound man. So, <laughs> so at that point, I, like, I mean, I I don't know that I would right. by myself, right? You know, so I don't so know that my I've husband not, would really be like, yeah, sure, that sounds great. <laughs> so so I yeah I I'm uh, implicitly aware of uh, of the fact that yes, I am not necessarily the type of person that people are just going to mess with randomly. Right. Um. So so I've yeah I've never had an issue there with it and once again the fact that it's within walking distance mm-hmm. there the, the theater district in, in Times Square is, yeah. is just heavenly. Mm-hmm. Um. So uh. So that's I said always uh, a great place and yeah. I I discovered it kind of once again just kind of it seemed like when I made that first trip and that first plans uh everything just kind of worked out magically like I just found mm-hmm. the right places to do the right things yeah. found the right place to park found the right uh, hostel um, and just things worked out so well that I'm just like oh this is super easy yeah and so once again now my bank statements show that it is super <laughs> easy to go to New York City yeah. <laughs> I might be doing that in April um, so when are you going next uh, I'll probably be heading um, Last year, most of the time I'd gone on my spring break week, mm-hmm. um, but uh, last year uh, went 
uh, waited until at that point the week of the Tony Awards in June after yeah. I was done yeah. um, with school uh, because I wanted to see uh, uh, an off-Broadway show Octet by Dave Malloy mm. um, and it was only running from like uh, like the end of April into uh, early June yeah. um, and so so you know Brandon's generally who I've gone with mm -hmm. before and so I was like hey would you mind you know shifting it back there he's like oh no if we get to see that that'll be cool yeah. um, and Dave did great comment as mm -hmm. well um, and uh, and so this year I'll probably be going back around the same time there, probably okay. probably that beginning there of June. June. Yeah. Um, but it's still not necessarily set in stone. Um, but I know I'm not doing spring break this year because uh, my first weekend of spring break is my final weekend of performances with She Loves Me at Gallery Players. Yeah, shout um, out to that. We'll have to. And uh, and and so I was just like, well, and I feel like I'm just probably going to need just a little time to just kind of relax and stuff yeah. after that. So. Yeah. Um, and and that was always weird because like I'd be like driving back on the Sunday and then like the next Monday I'd have to that Monday afterwards I'd have to be back in the classroom. Yeah. Yay. So uh, <laughs> you're like today is movie day, friends. <laughs> so so the fact that I've got all of that wonderful time there in the summer is uh, yeah. is nice there. So I'll probably be looking there early June. What are you gonna see? Uh, well, obviously, Mrs. Doubtfire has shot yes. up to the top of my list. You, did, I told you this, didn't I? No. So Maria, who was on our podcast for Saturday Night Fever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah, just yeah. got cast in Mrs. Doubtfire. You know, no wow. big deal. Yeah. yeah. What, what role? In she's show? in the ensemble. Wow. And she's understudying the oldest daughter. Yeah. Oh, wow. Uh -huh. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Huh. What's so funny is that during... I mean, She's going to listen. She's probably going to hate me for this. She had cool. a, one of our performances. It just was, and I get it. I mean, I see it with all of my students. It yeah. was just this meltdown scare of, I have all of these college auditions coming up. Yeah. And it was like, you're going to be fine. You're going to be yeah. fine. But it is scary. And so, you know, she's on her college audition tour and just kind of. Yeah. Auditions for the show. And it's sort of like, well, that took that scare away, <laughs> didn't it? Yep. Don't have to really worry about that now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I. I worked with her last uh, last spring because mm -hmm. uh, I did uh, I music directed Hello Dolly up at Westerville okay. Central, yeah. um, and obviously like you know she walked in the door and she was the best student mm -hmm. by a landslide um, that came into the audition. I was like I would give her any role that she wants working mm -hmm. through this. So she played Minnie Faye in that production was as an incredible, yeah. um, and you know like I'm literally taking no claim to her development no, as an no. artist at and all. And I'm she not was, either. She I was mean, well cooked no. by the time she walked in for that mm -hmm. audition. Um, but uh, but yeah, just the fact that I can literally to see a friend or a former student mm -hmm. if you will um yeah. up there on the broadway stage is just incredible uh so so and i know nobody is surprised <laughs> like right no like, <laughs> like i'm sitting there going just like yeah because i you know i saw her and bring it on here this last yeah. year i'm just like right i'm like she yeah. and i'm like and amaya's like gonna be right behind Amira. her too yeah. um and so amira was on the podcast oh, sorry amira mm -hmm. thank amira. you yeah um uh, is going to be right behind her mm -hmm. as well. Uh, that that yeah, you you see that talent, you just go right, and you know, the, she's been working at it for what f fourteen years of her yeah. life. Like, well, we've yeah. talked about it on other podcasts too. There's something in the water here. Like, there are so many talented young artists in our community. I uh, don't know what happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I will say that obviously having a lot of good opportunities around yeah, here. Like, true. it is it is. You know the the blessing and the curse of Columbus theater mm -hmm. is that there are so many Columbus theaters. Yeah. Um, that you know, I would love it if like all twenty of them condensed down into like 
10 super theaters. Um, but, uh, but there are, you know, but there's more opportunities, there's more opportunities there. And so when, you know, kids seem to really enjoy it and then there's a lot of then other great resources. I mean, you know, think about all the people that have come through because I know Maria's done things many, many years with Columbus Children's Mm -hmm. Theater. Um, and all of the training that you can get from mm-hmm. uh, amazing professionals that have worked for Columbus Thank Children's you. Theater uh, <laughs> over the course of the years. I'll send your check in the mail. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and and so there are a, a bunch of just great opportunities there for for young artists. And you know, it would be things that like if I once again if I grew up in Columbus rather than St. Clairsville, mm-hmm. Ohio, would that have been me? I don't know. Yeah. Um, you you never know what you're interested in until you finally right. catch that bug. Uh, but uh, but yeah, you just you just look at you know all of the people that have gone on to do amazing, awesome things there from Columbus, and you can point to you know a ton of them there. Yeah. Well, I think it's what's interesting, too, is to see the kids who kind of come from the outskirts right. to come into Columbus to do stuff. And yep. I, in a way, that's like, oh, that's cool. But I, like I think of Carson, Kataka. I mean, they drive mm-hmm. an hour and a half for everything one way. Yeah. That's a lot. That's a but that kid is yeah. uber talented, you yeah. know, it's, and the opportunities are here, which kind of makes me sad that they're not right. as far spread as they could be. But. You know, Columbus is. It's I a like fun city. It. It's I like Columbus. I like Columbus. I said, I'm, I'm glad. Down. I, I'm glad to be back. I'm glad you're here. Yeah. You were in Xenia for a while. Yeah, yeah. I did five years teaching high I school said five choir. Five years. Wow. Five years down there in Xenia. Yeah. No, most people are like you moved away because they keep seeing me at Sing Out Louise every yeah. month because I yeah. make that drive up because I'm like I I need this in my life. Yeah. Um, Tell us about Sing Out Louise. We are going to have Stuart on here someday, but uh, tell us what that is because it's, it's super fun. Right. It's it's. I call it the best day of every month. Um, <laughs> it's uh, just in a uh, an open mic, basically musical theater karaoke mm-hmm. with a live pianist uh, that happens the last Monday of every month down at Club Diversity. Um, and so it's, much fun. Yeah, that sounds like, awesome. It yeah. is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's like 830 to basically whenever. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you, you show up there and you bring your sheet music and you can just sit down uh, and just, you know, uh, the pianist will be right there for you and you just sing your songs and, and um, and it's always great. Like I've I've gotten kind of famous there because I just bring like sixty books with me mm-hmm. every month. Uh, every month, <laughs> like I literally have like a dolly and a couple of different carts that they're now moved on. Like it's <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous. Well, really ridiculous. Um, but uh, so I've got you know plenty of things there in case mm-hmm. anybody just wants to show up and it's, sing something randomly. It's a good opportunity though for community. Like it's non-competitive. Yeah. I mean, it's it is hard because it's in a bar and not right. necessarily everybody's listening. Nope. But it's a great place to try new audition material yep. and, and and sing with people you never sing with on any other occasion. And and I know for me, uh, it kept me connected to the Columbus theater scene mm. for the five years that I yeah. wasn't doing shows in right. Columbus. Yeah. Um, to the point where literally people were just like you didn't always live here in yeah. Columbus. Yeah. Um. So so I said yeah. It's it's just you know one of my favorite things and so I've played for it a couple of times as well is and, that hard? because um, <laughs> everybody's bringing random stuff that you might not have seen before yeah I, I mean I've 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 been an, an audition accompanist as well, and so that's kind of the same vein that we're working in. Um, yeah. I'm lucky that I'm the weird musical theater obsessed person that has <laughs> listened to most of these things. Mm-hmm. So h- hardly ever does somebody set something down where I'm sitting there going, I've never no. heard of this before. Yeah. Um, Sound of music, what is that? <laughs> uh, but, uh, 
<laughs> the Do, a, oh, I get it. It's music. <laughs> it's solfeggio. Um, oh. They turned the music into See, words. You just I like discounted that. your your dorkiness by saying solfeggio. So I, I didn't discount it. I you, upped it. You upped it. I guess. Yeah. I highlighted. <laughs> I, I I framed it and put it on a golden pedestal <laughs> in that moment. Also, that's my job. Well, yeah, that's um, true. So, uh, so I've been playing. Uh, I've been playing. Um, I've accompanied shows for quite a few years yeah. and and playing through it and and it's just gotten to the point where my sight reading ability mm. um, has just continued to increase and increase and increase and yeah. so I'm looking at a piece of music and I'm maybe hitting 80 85 percent of the notes yeah. but I'm hitting the ones that they really need right. um, <laughs> that's true I mean that's yeah I I even like when I'm in the run of a show I'm sitting there going if I'm playing you know a keyboard part or playing a piano part I'm like like if I get 85 percent of the notes in this show I'm like that's a good run that's I'm not like I don't need to be note perfect like New York. I'm probably not discounting myself from getting future jobs here in Columbus. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, it uh, especially when you start getting like other band members and stuff around yeah. you. Where I'm sitting there going, it's like, oh, I've it's got a ba- I've yeah. got a bass player there. I don't need to use all of my left hand at all yeah. in this entire show now. So right. um, <laughs> no, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Every single every single thing that I've ever played, like with that piano, like oh that left hand part is just covered covered by the bass. Okay, yeah, that's what good. they're gonna hear anyway. Right. Um, so turn them up just a little bit higher. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. So so the the crazy thing though is um, because I've now gotten very very good at sight reading, my music memory is terrible. Um, oh. Because I never have to spend enough time like really delving in yeah. and practicing to make sure that things are. Sounding sort good of enough. like when you got a cell phone for the first time, you right. stop memorizing, memorizing phone, phone numbers. numbers. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind of the exact yeah. same thing. Like, like yeah, I I look at it, I see the music there. It kind of goes in my eye and then kind of through my ear and comes out my fingers, yeah. and then it's just gone for a while. And so, Jeez. so oftentimes when people like ask me to sit down at a piano and like play something, You're like I'll uh... either I'll either like just make something up on the spot, which is fun, or um, or at that point, like I revert back to like. The songs that I was playing in high school when, like, I didn't have those yeah. abilities to sight read. Um, so, or you get one of those don't screens by that you yes. put the music on, and, and then, then you, can you can just flip through it. Right. So, <laughs> but so. you also see, and this is this is why you and I always get along because we also share a favorite artist, non-musical theater. Oh yes, Ben Folds. Yes, Benjamin J. Folds. Oh, glory be. Yeah. And you, you like to do Friday, typically on Fridays. Where you go live and just play. I've not done it in quite a while, and I need to I get back to it. Was the last time that. the Ben Folds one? Uh, yeah, yeah, I did one a couple, a uh, couple of a uh, couple of weeks ago. Um, there, I did it at my school. Yeah. I've got some keyboards at my home that I need to get repaired, and I also need to clean up my apartment because um, I would not want to see <laughs> photographic evidence of my the state of my apartment right now. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I've not done one of those for a while, but yeah. Um, had a fun thing where a couple of uh, a couple of teachers at my new middle school, mm-hmm. um, they're just like, yeah, on, on Friday afternoons, we just like to jam. Do you ever just want to jam with us? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so, what was it? Eric's last, like, no, I'm good. <laughs> and so, like, two two weeks ago, they came down. So it was a, basically a guitar and a bass guitar and me on piano. Oh, and we cool. just kind of pl- sat around and played some songs for, like, yeah. an hour and a half and just kind of fun. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. When did your affinity for Ben Fold start? I have to ask. Um... I, I, I honestly, honestly, I don't think I can pinpoint to a date. Um, I know my oldest brother Mark introduced me to him because he's like, "You play piano, you know." I'm, mm. I love 
you know, Elton John and Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, when you play yeah. the piano, you listen to those folks. And it's like, oh, yeah, you should listen to this guy, too. And it's like, oh, this is fun. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I think it was probably somewhere. Which album? I, Let, maybe that would help. Do you remember which album? Uh, I want to say I think I think Rock in the Suburbs was probably his most recent one that it was out at the time. Okay. Um, then I started going back and exploring some of the Reinhold Messner and, mm-hmm. and whatever and ever uh, Amen. Um, uh, and started going back through his catalog that yeah. way. So. I think mine, well, I, I know who I can contribute was Julia Moss in college. Julia's in New York. Um, okay. But she and my friend Matt Scher and Renata and Audrey Hassan, who was on here, mm. we all went on a road trip to North Carolina, drove, right, and we listened to Whatever and Ever All Men. Gotcha. And it was like... Okay, I like this. Because yeah. I remember hearing Brick in high school. Yeah. Brick was... Yeah. That the, was their one hit. His, junior, his, yeah. His, his one hit, like, I love you, Ben Folds, but right. you've, you've <laughs> right. had one mainstream yes. hit. Yeah. Yeah, because we... That one, I think it was junior, senior year, that song came out. Yeah. I remember singing it senior year with... I remember that song, kind of a blip on yeah. the radar, but yeah. then, like, it was early 2000s, something like that, I picked up... Or I heard Army somewhere mm-hmm. and oh, was yeah. like... This is really cool. And <laughs> yes. then it was just like, okay, Pandora Channel, Ben uh-huh. Folds. And yep. yeah. I did, yeah. Uh, I performed Army at a high school talent show. Oh, wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And so I grabbed a couple of my friends. One played bass, one played drums. And then I had a, uh, uh, I was a band nerd. So I had a friend play trumpet and I had a pl- friend play saxophone there for it. Yeah. If you ever, have you been to a concert of his? I have not. Mm-hmm. I have not. They are incredible. I've heard. Yeah. In freaking incredible. Yeah. Like yeah. every time I'm blown away. Mm-hmm. The last one I saw, and I missed the last time he was here in town, but playing with the symphony. Yep. <laughs> He yes. composes a, a piece on the spot. I know he's nuts. It's, I, I sorry, I, I'm the musician today. You take it, it's not that hard. Okay, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> For someone who doesn't read music well, that's that's, that's true. Sorry, future he's, he's directors, using, I don't read music well. Yeah, he's using you know three chords. I know, but still. And, and but it's said, cool it, to watch. Though, oh yeah, no, and it, how quickly and, it goes, and yes, especially it, to people like me who I have no idea how any of that stuff. I love music. I love musicals. Yeah. I love all that stuff works together. Right, but yeah, I understand no, it, the basics of music it's, theory. It's it's magic yeah. if you don't know the underlying right. rules that right. are working yeah. with that. Right. And so so yeah, no, I I I still appreciate it every time that it happens. I'm like oh, this is a whole lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so I've seen him with the symphony. Uh, with the symphony, I want to say. I think at least three times mm-hmm. now. Oh, wow. um, That's cool. One of the favorite ones is he was touring with the group Y Music a couple of years ago, a mm. chamber orchestra. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and they did that show down at the, uh, what, the LC or whatever it's now called. <laughs> whatever name they're going with this week, yeah. <laughs> it's the place down in the arena district. Hopefully that we don't have them on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, also, <laughs> they've been the LC for a while. and well, like it's They've changed. been a couple different names, right, so haven't but they? they? Promo, also, West. Promo West. We're also pushing 40, so, I mean, it's... It's been. Ah, uh, like you're three not names. pushing forty. No, I know. I've you pushed, are forty. I've pushed forty. Ha, 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 I'm you're dragging old. you with me. Stop yes. it. <laughs> I still have a couple. You're months. next. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was really cool. Um, and you know, even just you know, seeing him solo a couple of times. Yeah. Just been favorite song great. of his. Uh, I mean, it's the luckiest. Yeah. Um, that that song's just way too good. Yeah. Um, and I was really embarrassed because like only only like a month ago, um. 
uh, one of my friends that I've known through the acapella world mm-hmm. for like six years now. Um, she was one of the she was in the group that performed the luckiest on his acapella album. Oh, and it's like I'm like, how did I not know this about you? That's awesome. Working all that the way acapella through that. album. Some of those on there. Yeah. Selfless, cold, and composed. Yeah. By far. Yeah, great so stuff. good so good mine i mean i do love the luckiest mm-hmm. that's definitely among the top but evaporated gets evaporated me every great. single time and hold that thought which was from yeah. the um that is, was a ben folds is, five okay uh what when they got back together just to do the album yeah yeah, yeah. but every album's good yeah uh, cologne mm-hmm. piano orchestra of course yeah the yes. one he did with shatner was another one that, I, that sticks <laughs> out to me so oh shatner yeah Anything with Shatner is great. We so. need to get Ben Folds on here, or Ben, or William Shatner. I would take oh, either. Well, yeah. Or both. I'll, I'll be honest. Both, yeah. I feel like Ben Folds would do it. Like, like I, I would, I would probably die. Like, like I think, I think you could, I think you could honestly get him, uh, just because you know, you, he's such a normal dude. Right. Yeah. And and like you've had a congresswoman. I know. Right. I know. So, well, he's in Australia, I think, right now. I think Maybe. he's doing a fundraiser for the wildfires okay. um, because he's Ben Folds. Yeah. He's down under. Uh, <laughs> a couple of years ago for Christmas, uh, my brothers got me a uh, autographed piano key from Ben Folds. Uh, Did he break the piano? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no. Uh, he was. Uh, he basically sold it as a fundraiser oh, for okay. the Nashville Symphony Orchestra. Um, wow. Basically, some floods went through and mm-hmm. uh, destroyed a piano in one of his warehouses that he was storing it. And he's okay. like, what am I going to do with this? Right. And he's like, well, I'm going to sign all of these 88 keys and just sell them. Uh, and uh, so oh, I said, I cool. got some. That's so I've got. Idea. So yeah, I've, I got a, uh, a signed piano key from yeah. Ben Folds. I'm just like, yeah, that's super cool. It's up on my wall. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I love him. Yeah. I really, Ben, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as I said, and the fact that he crossed into my nerdy acapella mm-hmm. world when he was a host, uh, when he was one of the judges there on the sing off. Yeah. And, but the uh, things that he does for the arts. Oh, yeah, no. Just... Uh, and, uh, after one of the after one of the concerts uh, with the Columbus Symphony or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, I waited by the stage door and he yeah. came out and you know whatever and I got to get a picture with him and I mentioned you know the fact I'm like hey I'm a music educator I just want to mm-hmm. say thank you for all that you do for the arts um, and then he reached out and he shook my hand because mm-hmm. he's just like you know thank you for what you yeah. do I'm like yeah like and there's like yeah he's my hero for that reason I like know. so all the things that he does in order to try to promote music and, mm-hmm. and arts out in the schools I, I i love it there and, and he is a true vulgarian oh yeah no <laughs> raunchy as can be <laughs> i love it yeah i love it i mean that's i think that that was what is sometimes outstanding about listening to his music is that you know the kids i would always listen to it in the car Having to know the music well enough to turn, <laughs> to turn it, it down, down at the appropriate <laughs> time. <laughs> well, I thought about the arm. Dad said, son, son, you're really high. high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I had to change that lyric uh, for the high school talent yeah, show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to ask the same thing. <laughs> well, uh, th- thank you for coming on. There's, yeah. a, there's a bunch of shout outs and promotions we need to do because okay. you are here on behalf right. of a fundraiser. For Imagine. Yeah, Imagine Productions. And thank you to Imagine. That was really cool that yeah. we were approached. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm glad it was you. I'm really Yeah, no, I I, was I, I, I wasn't I wasn't there at the uh to do like the, the online bidding. They were um they were doing a fundraiser for their, their company in their season. And I've done uh, a couple of shows here with Imagine yeah. throughout the years, a couple of different productions of Avenue Q, which I absolutely love. Um another so, of our favorites, yes. And so when uh uh so when I saw that there were there were 
um, they're doing. I had a rehearsal that night when they were doing their entire cabaret, so I wasn't mm-hmm. able to be there. But they're like, "Oh, you can you know submit a bit online or whatever." And I saw that you know being a podcast guest <laughs> was there. I'm just like, "Sure, let's, <laughs> let's throw let's throw in a bid there," and nobody topped the bid. Um, and so uh, so I said, "Just." Yeah, it was really hard when I saw it was you. I was like, oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> I don't know what we're going to talk about. <laughs> there, there was even when I was sitting there going, just like, I'm like, I probably could have just asked Krista just to be on the podcast <laughs> anyway. But I'm like, right. I'll give some money for a good cause and no, just take care very, of it that way. Awesome. Um, awesome. So, so yeah, I know um, uh, Imagine's getting ready. They're um, doing uh, they're funny doing thing. I happened on the way to the forum and, you know, my good buddy Brandon who yes. goes on all my New York City Adventures. One playing, of my other show husbands. Is, yes. is playing Pseudolus in this <laughs> so it's going to be a, yeah. a great show working through there and so that's mm-hmm. coming up here this next month. Um, as I said I'm uh, currently in production of She Loves Me with Gallery Players that goes up here the, let's see it'd be the second weekend of March. I think March like 1st maybe is a Sunday so Unless. I guess maybe technically the first weekend. I don't know. Yeah, it's like and that's the at the Jewish Community Center. Yep, over in uh, over in Bexley there. Yeah. Um, so we've got three weekends of shows running. You know there. What the website is for tickets. Uh, I do not. I know if you type in Gallery Players Columbus in Google, you can find it pretty pretty easily there. So <laughs> that's yeah, I, Google machine. I, I don't have the exact. Uh, I don't have the exact uh, address just right off the top of my head. That's a stacked cast. Yeah, no that that was the main reason that's why awesome. um, you know I I walked into callbacks and I just saw that I saw the, all that talent that I was sitting there because it's not a show that's done often. Mm-mm. And so uh, when I saw all the people that were there in the callbacks, I'm like, oh, you could cast this show three times over yeah. with the number with the number of people yeah. that you have here. Um, nice and, people, too. Oh, yeah. Tremendous. Yes. I love this cast yeah. that I get to work with. And, and kind of a fun thing for me is, like, I think I'm on stage for nine and a half minutes of this show. Um, and as it, yeah, I, I love it. I'm like, I'm sitting backstage with, you know, a book or my Nintendo mm-hmm. Switch for a lot of things, you know. I move a set piece here and there, yeah. and uh, I'm I've got a scene as a busboy at the end of Act One, and then I'm a Christmas caroler at the end of <laughs> Act Two, and that's yeah. basically it. And then I got a curtain call. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, princess roles are kind of fun, though. It's a princess role. Oh, I don't. That's I think Dionysia called that, like the the short get on stage okay. and be done. I guess I. I sometimes is that what call, a princess role is? I guess maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I tend to think of because my brain goes to Disney princesses, thinking that they're a lot <laughs> more involved. They're a lot more involved in the show than just oh, no. uh, than that. I. She called it that because okay. well, she was on stage significantly more than I in Saturday Night Fever. Right. I think I like you had about nine and a half minutes. I made it through Ben Folt's autobiography <laughs> backstage. I, uh, I I like to call some of those roles the awkwardly large role. Um, mm. Though I guess mine wouldn't even classify this. But if you've got a character yeah. that has just a large enough part that you couldn't sneak your way into being an ensemble member, <laughs> I call that the awkwardly large role okay. that happens there in 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 sometimes in musicals. We're just like you're kind of like a supporting character of mm-hmm. another supporting character, yeah. but like. They're like, is that that same guy? And he's just wearing a hat and a mustache this time. Yeah, that was Todd Covert. Yeah, right. So, so yeah. Every once in a while, you'll get some of those. But yeah, yeah. just uh, that's exciting though. Yeah, no. Maybe I said the the I said the cast is absolutely ridiculous, and and so going from uh, Gentleman's Guide also at oh, Gallery yeah. to to now here she loves me at Gallery yeah. has just been great. And so I that's awesome. I almost feel like at certain points I just kind of have to convert to Judaism soon because um, with how often I'm spending time there at the uh, the Jewish <laughs> I don't Community think Center. You have to do. I mean, if you want to. 
by all means, shalom. They have, but, they have some great food. <laughs> <laughs> we had our prom there. Do you remember that? Oh, my gosh. At the JCC. It yeah. was junior year prom. Oh, wow. That was a bad prom. I, was, yeah. Were you in, like, a gymnasium or, like, in their it one big ballroom? It was in the ballroom. Okay. Ballroom. Yeah. yeah. I, and then they had I, after prom so. there. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. Why was that a bad prom for I you? was breaking up with my boyfriend, oh. mm. like, pretty much that night. <laughs> well, I wasn't very nice. I was having a showmance. That was the problem. Ah. Yeah. Oklahoma. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> that 80 Annie roll. Oh, who doesn't have a showmance for Oklahoma? I mean, you know, in Oklahoma. I, you know what I'm saying. In Oklahoma. I, I actually don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Eric, thank you so much for coming. Hey, you know, this, this, is, this is great. Thanks for hanging out on your day off. Yeah. Too. So. Yeah. If you if you like what you hear, <laughs> you're doing it this time. I'm doing okay. it this time. Thank you for listening to Speak Easily with Krista Stoffer. I have to not look at you during this because <laughs> I have to focus in on what I'm saying. I'll stare at you. How Stop about it. that? Uh, if you like what you hear, like, share, comment, subscribe, subscribe. Yes. Only nice things though. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, sharing is caring. Is sharing is caring. Yes. Is caring. Sharing. And yes. Sharing. Sharing. Yes. Sharon is Karen. Sharon is Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Some, to somebody that Sharon might make sense. Karen I don't know. Is, but, but, yes. uh, yeah, do all those great things. iTunes and SoundCloud. We SoundCloud, are I, iTunes. Facebook and, is our yep. primary landing spot. <laughs> so do all those things there. But thank you for listening. Yeah. Eric, you rock. And today is uh, Valentine's Day, so I got you a Valentine <laughs> out of my kids. <laughs> Can I? Yeah, Aww. read it. <laughs> he says, roses are red, cheetahs are fast. Thank you for hosting our little podcast. <laughs> but here's the, here's the greater part. He spells my name C-H-R-Y-S, like With, Kesha. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar T- sign. T-A-H. Krista. Krista. <laughs> I got to see. Yeah. Oh, it's a dinosaur. I know. I didn't I know. get you one, but Gabe no, had zombie valentines. I oh, that's have. cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. And he made a- uh, Yeah. Super Mario RPG. This is my first year doing the Valentine's thing. And I can't wait to learn. <laughs> I was like, do I have to build him a box? And uh-huh. I was like, well, not this year in kindergarten. Apparently they do that Lucky. starting next year. Uh-huh. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Granted, we remembered um, two days ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally went to the grocery store yesterday to get groceries, yeah. and I looked at the list. I'm like, oh, oh he <laughs> needs crap. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Parenting at its yeah. finest. Well, i got to walk down that red and pink aisle now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and pick through whatever is left over is okay, basically what so it was. Okay, so you have your choice of Dora or <laughs> I Barney. Like, I was like, dinosaur, dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. All right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Gabe saw the zombies, and it was like, perfect. Perfect. <laughs> Gracious. Well, happy Hearts Day to yes. all Yes, the, happy Hearts Day to all the heart balance. people out there. And uh, <laughs> uh, watch out for the best salt zombies. <laughs> Bye. Boxland Media. Think big.